and welcome to the Credit Union Overtime Podcast, produced and presented by the Credit Union Webinar Network, powered by FinEd. Today, we have Certified Regulatory Compliance Manager Bill Elliott with us to discuss his webinar on residential construction only and construction to permanent lending, compliance, and FAQs. Bill has over 40 years of banking experience. As a Senior Compliance Consultant and Director of Compliance Education with Young & Associates, Inc., Bill works on a variety of compliance-related issues, including leading compliance seminars, conducting compliance reviews, conducting in-house training, and writing compliance articles and training materials. Bill's career includes 15 years as a compliance officer and CRA officer in a large community bank, as well as working at a large regional bank. He has experience with consumer, commercial, and mortgage loans, and has managed a variety of departments, including loan review, consumer or commercial loan processing, mortgage loan processing, loan administration, credit administration, collections, and commercial loan workout. So with that, Bill, thank you for joining us today and welcome to the podcast. Are you in Ohio today? I'm in Ohio. Excellent. I hope I'm not taking you away from a beautiful day. It's it's so beautiful today here in Montana. We're going to get up into the 70s and I just can't wait. I hope I'm not taking you away from anything as beautiful as that. Well, the sun is <laughs> the sun is out here, but it's not warm at all. Oh, <laughs> tricky. <laughs> oh, just there to tempt you. Well, hang in there. It'll, springtime is coming. It's right around the corner. Eventually, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, cool. Well, Bill, if we just want to dive right into it, you know, I have a couple of questions for you regarding your webinar on construction lending. Um, and my first question is, can you tell us who can benefit the most from signing up for this webinar and why do they need this training session? Trid has been around for a few years now. And uh, quite frankly, I'm still not sure that the CFPB has figured out how to do construction lending. When they signed the forms, they really didn't set it up very well for it, for use in construction loans. And it creates some level of difficulty because what we have to do is instead of just doing it kind of straightforward, we have to kind of work around the edges a bit. And so anyone that can, uh, that deals with TRID in any form, that's what the focus is going to be is TRID. Uh, whether that be processors, management, uh, loan production staff, lenders, whomever. Anyone can gather something for this because we're going to be talking about the nuts and bolts of how to get the information on the page in a way that the regulators will accept. Uh, I don't know that the customers will ever figure it out because I don't think the regulators have either. But the goal here is for people who are involved in this process to understand how it works, what goes where, how to set it up, and how to make it work the best that you can for your customers and for you. Excellent. Awesome. Well, thank you for that, Bill. And I guess a follow-up question is, um, can we get a little preview of some FAQs, uh, maybe one or two that stick out to you um, or that you've seen pretty commonly? Sure. Uh, we get a lot of questions about uh, the issue of how to disclose APRs and and uh, issues regarding finance charge and stuff like that. It's really fairly simple, um, but we do have a lot of questions in that area of, about how to make sure that we're throwing everything in and getting it in at the right time. Because the reality is, if you make a mistake on your very first loan estimate, it is entirely possible that you have to live with that mistake all the way to the end. Quick example. Um, you have a construction loan fee of a thousand bucks, which you know about. 
and you fail to put it on the first LE. Well, if you do that and you don't put it on there, you can never reclaim it. That thousand bucks is gone. And so we're going to talk about things like that, that people have a lot of questions on how do we work around this, work around that to make sure that we have ourselves covered as well as the customer. And so that's going to be kind of the focus of what we're doing here. Uh, another area that we have questions about fairly often is the different possible ways of disclosing uh, construction loans. Because there are a couple of different ones out there. Uh, Reg Z for years has made a distinction. And it's still confusing. And it is more confusing, I think, on the TRID forms than it was on the old truth and lending documents. And so those are going to be two of our big question feature areas uh, to make sure that everyone understands how these rules integrate and how to take these different pieces and get them all put together in a form that will allow your staff to do it quickly, easily, and most importantly, correctly. Yes, definitely most importantly. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thanks for that. Um, and not really a, a questions um but are there any common kind of mistake i mean you've been doing it for so you've been doing this for so long so i'm sure you've seen a lot um, of crazy things and i'm sure you've seen a lot of, of repeat mistakes so are there any common mistakes you see institutions making when it comes to trade or these type of construction loans or maybe some bad habits you want people to watch out for oh yeah there's plenty of things out there problems um one of them is getting everything on that first one Another one that we have problems with is wanting to do uh, disclosures early before they should. And when they do that, sometimes they lock themselves into problems that they could have avoided just by waiting a bit and not being in such a big rush or big hurry to get it done. Uh, because sometimes, you know, you're, you, yes, you're early, but you've shot yourself in the foot and that isn't going to work. Um, the other thing is to make sure that you understand the entire construction process so that you do get the documents right. Because the reality is you're dealing with lots of providers here. You're going to be dealing with maybe a surveyor to go out and make sure they dug the hole in the right place. During my career, we had one where we sent the, the surveyor back out after the hole had been dug, only to find out that they dug 10 feet of the hole or so on the neighbor's property and they had to redig it, move it over so they could get all the house on the same property. Oh my goodness. So you're dealing with surveyors, appraisers or others going out to make sure it gets built. You have contractors to deal with here. Um, you have potentially additional title work depending on the state you're in. And so you've got all these players moving around. Uh, getting this thing done. It's not just somebody goes out with a hammer nails and builds it and that's it. There's all these subcontractors, contractors, all these have an impact. And to build one house, you might have 50 people involved at one level or another. And so the idea is, okay, this is where we have to get to. How are we going to get there with the minimum amount of pain? Um, because you can't get away with no pain. When I did it as a lender, Oh, almost 40 years ago now, uh, the guy training me said, Mr. Elliot, the worst loan you will ever do is a bad construction loan. And he was absolutely right because I had a couple. 
one story on that. Um, guy was building one of those houses on the lake where the, the windows go from right above the ground up to the peak of the second story. All the windows, of course, facing the lake. Beautiful property. Everything's going along well. We're kicking right along. The, the, the disbursements are on time. Everything is fine. We're almost ready to close. And the contractors had done something wrong. And all the windows in this log home facing the lake broke. Oh, no. Every one of them. And the problem was that we had a 36-inch high window. But since the logs had settled, now we were 35 and three quarters or something. And so every window in that place had to be custom designed for the hole that was left. Wow. So construction loans are big problems. Yeah, we're going to focus on the paperwork mostly, but we're going to talk about some other things to watch out for and to make sure that you don't screw up and create problems for yourselves. There's enough screw up that's going to happen anyhow. Let's make sure you're not the cause of it. Definitely. And there's, you know, I don't know, uh, but at least in this part of the country right now, there's a lot of added costs too to construction um, just with the demand of housing and, and with the demand of contractors. Um, so Dem demand of lumber. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, cost is, is rising and rising. So definitely, definitely risky things to look out for. The reality is 40 years ago when I started in the industry, 42 now, actually, um, we could, uh, do a construction loan for six months and the thing would be done in five. Everything would be fine. These days, most in most places, construction loans are a year, sometimes 15 months, and they may not be done yet. Definitely. And that's the reality. That's exactly what it's like here out West. It's, it's a madhouse out here trying to build enough houses for everybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh man. Well, that's great. Well, thanks for that. Thanks for that little taste there, Bill. Um, and so I guess just to round out the day, I wanted to give our listeners a chance to get you to get to know you a little bit better. And so I was wondering if you could share with us how you originally got into the financial industry to begin your career in this field. Well, that's kind of interesting, actually. I was working as a real estate title examiner doing a lot of construction stuff that uh, real estate title examiners do. And it was getting close to Christmas time. And real estate slows way down that time of the year. And I figured I was going to get laid off. And to get to the place I was working every day, I actually walked past the um, door of a bank's uh, HR department. And so one day I stopped in just for fun. That was on a Thursday. I studied the next Monday and I never looked back. <laughs> that, that's that's awesome. really what happened. I started... Uh, my schooling for a music degree, I finished with a degree in accounting. A uh, little change of career there a little bit. Um, but you know, I've, I've been in it for a long time. I've taught for 20 years now. I just had my 20th anniversary with Young and Associates. And uh, it's really been a great life being able to help bankers and people uh, meet their financial needs. And so I've really enjoyed the experience. Absolutely. Kind of serendipity. Just happened, happened upon it. That's fantastic. That's it. I love that. Well, thank you for sharing that, Bill. Um, and I guess the final question of the day is, can you tell us a little bit about Young & Associates and about what you guys have to offer? Sure. Young & Associates is based in Kent, Ohio. Although 
with electronics and things like that, we can go anywhere. And we do actually travel almost anywhere. Believe it or not, we do have one client that we deal with every year that, that there are places in Alaska. So that's quite a hike, but we go. <laughs> and that's okay. Uh, we have employees mostly in the Midwest, but we have a group of employees out in Arizona as well. Uh, we offer compliance, loan review, um, secondary market uh, review that's required by the secondary market, capital planning. Uh, uh, we, we do a lot, a lot of things in that area. We have products and services for almost everything that you would need in a bank, uh, including uh, capital, looking at capital, looking at interest rate risk, looking at a wide variety of things that you have to do periodically, no matter what. So we have a wide range of services. I'm in the compliance area. We have uh, currently 10 people, 10 consultants in the compliance area. And whatever you need in compliance or BSA, anything like that, we have people that are experienced that have done it for years. We have former examiners on our staff. We have folks that have 20 or 30 years in banking. I think I'm at the top at, at 42, but I don't think there's anyone in my department right now that doesn't have 20 or 25 years in. So we have people that have been there, done that, know what you're facing, and can help you deal with whatever your issues may be. Definitely. Absolute experts. Well, thank you so much, Bill, for sharing that about you know Young and Associates. And, and thank you so much for taking the, the time to chat with me today. For all our listeners out there, you can access and purchase Bill's webinar, Residential Construction Only and Construction to Permanent Lending, Compliance, and FAQs at our website using the link in our show notes. You can also visit us at cuwebtraining.com. Be sure to follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook on the Credit Union Webinar Network pages. Before I sign off, I'd like to thank all of our state association partners, our topic experts, and you, the listeners. Thank you for all you do to support your members. Thanks for listening in.